All right, Jimmy Franks, can you give me a little bit more Neil, please? Money talks, and it don't take a shower or take a walk. Okay. <laughs> what the? Don't know the words to this one here with me. I wonder if I've, I've ever heard this song. I wouldn't have any no, any indication. Together in blue jeans. Who <laughs> <laughs> waking up early? <laughs> Gotta get to the post office. <laughs> oh, forgot my bus pass, babe. I'll call you later today. Hello, players. You've entered the realm of the F. It's an imaginative place. For terrible things, read with enthusiasm, and I'll stop using this voice pretty soon. In the room tonight, we have Boots Rain Gear. Would trams be workable in a low-gravity world? Jimmy Franks. How do people wash dishes before dishwashing liquid? <laughs> Nutshell Gulag. Why does the ISS need thermal blankets if the sun is hot? Your friend on the internet, and his name is Adam Bozarth. Has Captain America ever been an ape monkey? And Lemon. How do I prevent players from breaking the rules of the game? You see, they invented the, the, the dishwashing liquid first and then needed to figure out what a dish was. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That makes it's sense. called Rock's Fall. Everybody dies. Hey, would you folks like to expand your uh, knowledge? Boy, howdy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Always. I am I am a student of life. Ooh, I'm a student for a for-profit college, and I'm $250,000 in debt. Well, Woo! that's kind of your fault. I mean, <laughs> you really should have thought about that going in. That's what you get for wanting an education. Ugh, sucker. Um, I, uh, I'm going to, uh, introduce us to a document, uh, given to us, uh, actually about two years ago now. Um, this was a document, uh, provided to us by... <laughs> <laughs> elephants! Provided to us by an elephant. No, it's dusty in here. <laughs> oh. It's an that old was document. comedy. Oh, that was comedy. Oh. <laughs> It's a sound effect. Okay. Remember yeah. how you guys were doing sound effects? Yeah, I do remember that. I do remember that. Come on, fucking guy. Come on, fucking guys. All right, yeah. hang on, hang on, hang on. We got Michael Winslow in here. <laughs> you want me to press the button that does that? <laughs> it's not going to work. Today I want to introduce us to uh, a document uh, that was provided to us b- about two years ago or so uh, by Zeka. Uh, mm-hmm. And this document is entitled uh, Stack Exchange Explains It All. Okay. Um, so uh, if you... Uh, it's not just by Zeka, though. Oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> uh, this document was curated by Zeka, but then edited by Smogfucker69. <laughs> 
And that's smog. I wonder if he has an agent for this as well. So it's like, it's like a whole, a whole publishing dragon. team behind The Desolation of Smog Fucker 69. They're all lizard themed. <laughs> I think he came pre desolated. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so, uh, so this is uh, a document uh, all about a stack exchange. Um, if you uh, are a programmer, um, I would say about, or at least in my case, I would say about two hours of my life uh, every day at work is uh, I don't know how to do this thing in JavaScript, <laughs> type in the thing I'm trying to do, then copy-paste the shit from, from Stack Exchange. But, uh, no, but Lemon, before yeah. people tune out, as a okay. layman, what I want to know is... <laughs> What I want to know is, is this episode going to be stupid enough for me? Oh, well, that's that's a great question. Um, the first category uh, that Zeka has here um, is, he's titled, Normal Stupid. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, whew. So, oh, man. The, the, the Stack Exchange is, uh, it is stupid ha- has many different like categories, me. and is, it is not just uh, for technical uh, stuff. It's also for this creative uh, Yeah. Support, I guess. You can you can also like me if you want to go like how do you draw eyes uh, on a cartoon? You can look up on Stack Exchange how to do that too. Well, you oh. can also look it up on WikiHow, but then you get the wrong instructions. <laughs> exactly. So, so if you're also trying to you know build a world in your sci-fi or fantasy novel or um, Are you, you know this whatever one has it is, the right instructions. <laughs> this is where you would go. This is Stack Exchange world building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so here we are in Stack Exchange world building, and uh, Adam, uh, your name is Anne Ayunwime, Anne Ayumi, something like that. Um, and uh, you have it's, a question. It's Anne Anime. It is Anne Anime. Yeah. <laughs> anime. It is. Anime. Uh, so you have a question you want to uh, pose to us, won't you? I plan to make an RPG setting. Well, wait. What, what's your What's be... your question, though? What's your question? Oh, okay. Birds can mind control everyone. What will happen to humans? They, oh. <laughs> they can. They can. Okay. The, you know, he's just they're just asking the question we've all been thinking. <laughs> the, oh, I played this game, the one with the pigeons. What will right? happen to the humans? I plan to make an RPG setting, and I want it to be as credible as possible. By that, I mean I want to be able to explain everything with science without cheating. <laughs> okay, but then there's the part where birds can mind control everyone. <laughs> yeah, I want. I want um I want to make a science fiction game without the fiction. Oh, okay. <laughs> Statistically not likely, but possible scenarios are accepted as long as there is no absolute contradiction with things we know not being possible. Mm, no, there's a lot but, of contradiction that in make, that sentence, but okay. Yeah. That makes complete sense. In this setting, some bird species have grown an organ that emits special brain waves. When any animal, human included, received these waves, they override its own and it loses control of itself. At first, birds were not particularly intelligent, but this ability made them able to give orders such as feed me or protect me. In a way subtle enough that it was not discovered by humans before it was too late. Yep, okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yep. So everyone's following along. Sure we are. Yep. <laughs> no questions. Okay. When the game takes place, the birds rule the world since centuries, keeping many humans as slaves. Free humans survive. 
Three humans survive. Now, I want this to be as credible yeah. to science as yeah, possible. Science yeah. fact. Hard science fiction. Free humans survive by living in places where birds can't go, like caves and tunnels. Right. Yeah. Birds are afraid of the dark. <laughs> some the <clears throat> some the top of very high mountains where you need an oxygen supply, space stations, <laughs> etc. Okay. Psst, quick. <laughs> into the rocket <laughs> quiet <laughs> I think you shouldn't go into the rocket okay so yeah the birds are our sentient overlords but they, they haven't figured out how to get in our spaceships <laughs> yep they're just pecking at the human mutated and as there is no more anything like globalization they separated in different species what do you think will be would be a realistic gap of time for this setting to occur, assuming the psychic birds appear tomorrow? Oh, uh, 20XX. I, I think okay. at least two or three hours. <laughs> wow. Birds are very efficient. <laughs> they are. Is there a way to explain that, despite the difference in structure between different human brains... Everyone can be targeted, and there is nothing such as immunity to psychic waves, quote-unquote. Yeah, it's called I am the GM, and I say so. <laughs> yeah, just, why would you need to? <laughs> I'm, I'm playing World building! Up. So, it's, so not, it's not psychic powers that you need to justify. It's that the concept of nobody being immune to psychic powers that's the thing you need yeah. to justify i need to justify that and i need to know when is a proper amount of time for birds to evolve <laughs> the commanding uh, organ in their brains that enslaves humanity i now, also I'm like not... they they evolve the ability to push thoughts before they had thoughts to push yes <laughs> yes <laughs> just like evolved... oh, reflection Yes, exactly. Destroy all mirrors. <laughs> now, uh, yeah, I, I really want to make sure this is perfect because I play RPGs with a bunch of a, a right. bunch of bird specialists, and I don't want to get made fun of. Uh, there's a bunch of uh, answers, and boy, they're lengthy. <laughs> really not inter interesting enough to uh, to make up for that length. So we're going to go to the next thread. Uh, nutshell, mm -hmm. uh, I've learned several things in this podcast, and that uh, one of them is that a kitsune is like a like human-fox hybrid anime-Japanese thing. Is that right? Yep. Okay. <laughs> It's just a fox. Oh, okay. It's, a, it's an evil, evil fox spirit that <laughs> okay, okay. likes to take the form of buxom young women in anime everywhere. All right, I see it. I mean, who doesn't, really? <laughs> <laughs> you can, you might as well. All right. I'm Jetlef, and I have a question. Right. How would a kitsune con conceal her presence in a city? Okay. Suppose you have a kitsune... Ari from League of Legends is a perfect example of what I have in mind, who loves to roam near human cities. More specifically, the story is set in Russia. She has visible <laughs> non-human features, her ears and tail. Everything else is anatomically the same. How would she conceal them in order to approach humans without raising suspicion? 
You might object that she doesn't have to conceal herself if she's so good at running away. I'd say that if she's caught multiple times, people will get wary slash curious about her, and she'd lose her prized anonymity, which is necessary to observe people closely. (laughs) I I hate this person already. Um, What jobs could she do? This is probably the most sheltered person I've ever heard of who's like, Dear Stack Exchange, what's a hat? may be useful to point out that she's considered quite attractive. Before you suggest mm. modeling, I'd like to point out that she isn't afraid to be naked, but she's loathed by the oh. idea that people would lust after her. Oh, boy. Oh, Great. boy. I, I loathe that, too. Yeah. Uh, how I could- mean, this is just a, this is just an off-the-cuff hypothetical, right? I haven't spent, oh, you know, years of my life thinking about this. Mm-hmm. I don't try to share this on some sort of forum. Can we take a very brief break here and just take a look on the right side under linked articles? Okay. There's, a t- there's a title of one that just says the role of anthropomorphic foxes in a medieval army. The front lines. The front lines. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> also related with 120 F votes, a most subtle magic. <laughs> <laughs> also, mermaid <laughs> land <laughs> combat. <laughs> oh, oh, this is not. Oh, oh, no, oh, no. Hey. <laughs> I... All right. Sorry. Continue. No. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> How does she go about her daily life? She can't bear her head in a public place and is reluctant to do so even in a private area with few people. Say, how could she get her hair styled? She's proud of her appearance, but not to a narcissistic degree. Would she just wait until the hairdressers has served the last customer and is about to close so that she's alone and she'd show her ears to less people? Would she be able to live like that? Would she be able to live like this? She'll find a human companion that takes her in eventually, which makes her life easier. But still, until then, how long do you think she'd be able to go on? Thanks in advance. Uh, would she so... be able to live like that, or would she be able to live like this? <laughs> how can I live like this? The responses go on for a while, and then they're like, Whoa, what about, uh, you know, uh, Japanese mythology? And then they're like, well, what about Judeo-Christian mythology? And then uh, Lauren Petchel just closed it out with, Yeah, a burka would work fine. <laughs> hey, I'm Philip. Okay. I don't Philip play Puh. League of Legends, and I have no idea what a kitsune is, but many of the pictures I found with Google images depict an anthropomorphic woman with bluish skin and yellow eyes. Is the skin and eye color of your character also unusual? I think that's he from, accidentally Googled Avatar. that lady from the X-Men instead. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, I'm going to move on to a thread here. Uh, by the way, World Building Stack Exchange is a question and answer site for writers slash artists using science, geography, and culture to construct imaginary words, worlds, and settings. Join them. It only takes a minute. Um, uh, so, uh, this thread has been closed. I do not, I do not understand why this thread has been closed, but Jimmy Franks, mm, what yes. do you want to talk about here? You oh! opened the thread. Is, mm, is, um, how to heat your house by being naughty. Mm. Uh, 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 no. Right. I have a Eric. few ideas. This is Eric Phillips. Assume that Santa Claus gives out coal to more than just children for being naughty. 
Okay. Also assume that the amount given is proportional in some way to the amount of naughtiness one can do legally. How naughty does one have to be to heat an average house in a mildly climate region? Oh, fuck Air your premise. premise. What? Just a mildly fuck. climate region? Fuck your premise. Sometimes we get weather... <laughs> Eric, your your mom and I didn't want to tell you this, but there's something you need to know about Santa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Boots, what do you got? Oh, I'm, uh, yeah, I am wet, rough beast. <laughs> oh, no, you don't. First you say, amount given is proportional in some way, but you don't give the naughtiness co- conversion coefficient. Uh, or then NCC. you ask, yeah. Then you ask for what is essentially a numeric answer, despite the fact that you also have not specified house size or insulation values. Your question is extremely naughty in itself. Mm. I'm gonna pedantry is naughty. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, the anathema. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let's assume from this that the average square footage of a home is twelve thousand five hundred feet. We'll be Whoa. a little relaxed for the sake of calculations and increase the average duh. by a tad. Mm, like, yes. In order average... to raise a 50 by 50 by 10 house's temperature from average winter temperature of 30 degrees Fahrenheit or negative 1 degrees Celsius to 70 degrees Fahrenheit or 21 degrees Celsius, you're so welcome for converting that for you, which is a comfortable room temperature. You need 72,000 uh, BTUs an hour or 21,101 watts. With hard coal, anthracite, at 13,000 BTU a pound, that comes out to requiring 5.5 pounds of coal, which require exactly 5.5 NTU, or naughty thermal units. You're so naughty! (laughs) Now we're finally on Stack Exchange. Now it feels like Stack Exchange. (laughs) You know, there's a... Much easier, naughty way to heat up your house. <laughs> what, what, what way is that? Fucking. <laughs> oh, I was going to say matches, but. <laughs> That's naughty, too. Like to Fucking out, uh, with matches. <laughs> one, of the, one of the related articles to this is, can urine be used for radiation shielding? Only one oh. way to find out. Uh, so, uh, as I said, uh, section number one was called uh, Normal Stupid. Section number two is called Stupid <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Woo! So, Boots. <laughs> so, Boots, your name is Arathi Angosi. Arthay Angosi. What's wrong with stack exchange names? <laughs> Do you think maybe they're, like, algorithmically generated? Are they um, anagrams? Algorithmically. No, they, 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 there's a randomizer. It just takes your name and spits out some weird shit for privacy. Oh, okay. okay. So it's, like, base64 encoded usernames. <laughs> oh, did we stay on world building for pretty much the whole thing? I think so, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's fun. That's fun. I like this. Yeah. <clears throat> How can a shape-shifted jaguar... Uh, sorry, uh, what was my name again? Uh, oh, that thing. Your thing, is, a your thing is vowels. Yeah. <laughs> my name is... How can a shape-shifted jaguar perform a blood transfusion on a dying person? 
<laughs> I don't know. How well, can well, a shapeshifted jaguar <laughs> perform a blood transfusion on a dying person? Why don't we go ask Lord King Hamilton? Yes. Yes. It's that, it's that riddle from Alice in Wonderland that doesn't have an answer. <laughs> it, uh, it, it does I, I, have we're, an answer. We're, we're starting off with a, with a parenthetical here. Yeah. I am not a doctor, nor do I play one on TV. My assumptions below are based on reading Wikipedia, so they're very likely to be incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> Any corrections are welcome. Okay, so there's this woman who's been injured and is bleeding out. Our hero's with her, but there's no one else around to help. After putting pressure on the wound, he wants to give blood to her and stabilize her, or at least buy her enough time to get real help. The catch is, he's currently in the form of a jaguar and cannot change back to a human in time. Uh, he has Well, uh, there's your problem, ma'am. You're, uh, you're dating a manimal. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to call a CBS scriptwriter immediately. He has all his normal human intelligence, but he has paws instead of hands, and he doesn't exactly have any IV tubing with him anyway. So, two questions. One, how could one do a field blood transfusion while in the form of a jaguar? You can't. Next question. Great. <laughs> Two, I know this single donor couldn't cure serious blood loss, but could it be enough to get her to a less serious stage of blood loss so that she has a chance of survival in a hospital setting? Please ignore the very real risk of transfusions with animal blood. Can we ignore the why? rest of it, too, it, then? If you can transform <laughs> into a jaguar, why can't your blood transform into human blood when you put it into a lady? Hey, that's a great question. <laughs> that's Wouldn't fucking that stupid. Make the lady into <laughs> oh, a jaguar? Hey, that's a stupid question! <laughs> when, I turn, when I'm turning into a jaguar, my blood's turning into jaguar blood, idiot. <laughs> anyway, the overall plot point is to get jaguar blood into the woman's system. <laughs> Something that I can't imagine occurring outside of some very dire circumstance, like above. But if you can imagine, how about a weird scenario, jaguar donates blood to a blood transfusion drive and somebody gets it accidentally? How about that? Mm, that's way more interesting. Do you, like Do you like it? Do you like it? That might be pretty good. Okay. Ugh. But the topic's closed, so we'll find out what happens at the comments, maybe. Or maybe just ignore that and go to the next one. Who knows? <laughs> uh, edit. I got. I have an edit. I want to put, read this fucking edit. <laughs> Does it change anyone's opinion if the woman is herself a doctor? Low-tech, typical fantasy environment with supplies, say. Could she recognize that her bleeding was going to get some get serious soon? So before that, she started the transfusion herself. The first transfusions were in the 1600s. What equipment did they use then? Like dirty equipment. <laughs> that, that, that didn't work. My name is Lauren Petchtel. Why are you assuming there's nobody else to help? <laughs> I think it would be much easier if you had a situation where you have three people, the victim and the were-jaguar and a doctor. Okay. Transport is available, and it doesn't matter if the were-jaguar is weakened with blood loss. It doesn't matter if the doctor is thus weakened, though. Thus, the jaguar can give more blood than the doctor could. And <laughs> <laughs> nutshell? Yeah. You got Clara, Clara. Clara! 
third person doctor helper is a non biological person robot or a sapient non mammal or a human with a various serious blood borne infection or some blood toxicity thing all very good reasons not to use their own blood. What were yes, they help- What were they helping? Blood, just just like blood passing forth. Yeah. Okay. This is Henry Taylor. Um, yes, excuse, excuse me. Um, re- reducing your scenario to its barest facts, you're trying to get the jaguar's blood into the woman, yeah. uh, presumably with the intention of infecting her with feline lycanthropy. Why doesn't he just tear his paw with his teeth and then press his new wound to either her mouth or her wounds? I, yeah, I know that that makes his act of infecting her deliberate, and I sense that you would prefer that it be an accident. Still, it gets your characters from where they are to where you want them to be. Where do Alternate- you want them to be? Why, no, like, I, why does this plot point exist? I no, specifically you- don't want that. I want the blood... To be clean when it goes in the lady. I think you've heard of a little thing called the hero's journey. All right. Now, uh, alternately, the cat could just lick the woman's wounds in an attempt to clean them or just to comfort its dying mate. Now, this would be in character for a big cat, so it might be more instinctual than rational. Again, it would get some of the jaguar DNA into the woman's bloodstream. Good. The problem is that this magic isn't actually shape-shifting, but rather possession. I thought that aspect wouldn't be important to the question, but clearly I misjudged. How dare you hold back on us? (laughs) My apologies! So, he's only controlling the jaguar. His human body is elsewhere, not nearby. Then why does your title say, How can a shape-shifted jaguar perform a blood transfusion on a dying person? Oops! shape-shifted into the jaguar. That's what the means you shapeshift into things. Yeah, but 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 it's also when I shapeshift into something, I just discard the body that I'm also currently in. I'm still Block there. done. I slough uh, it uh, off. This is, this is Henry Taylor again. You know, possession, not shapeshifting. Oh, <laughs> in that case, it's easy. Just kidding. It is still impossible. But, but it does leave you with a rather interesting opportunity. Have your jaguar possessing wizard relinquish his hold on the jaguar to the wounded woman. Now have him pull her soul out of her dying body and affix it to the perfectly healthy jaguar body. Well, she gets to survive as a human intellect jaguar, and together they go off in search of an unoccupied human female body for her to move into. It doesn't Yay. work that way. The machine doesn't work that way. A QED. I just expect him to come back. He's like, no, I don't want the lady to be a jaguar. I just want her to be full of jaguar blood. Where am I going to find an empty lady? Uh, okay, we're moving on to a new thread, and uh, my name is Tripto Tryptoplax. <laughs> Sorry, I read ahead. Uh, yeah, Jimmy Franks. Uh, I'm I'm looking for a plausible, plausible explanation for a lack of reflection in a mirror. <laughs> Absolutely, this is, this is a serious matter. Thank I'm sorry. You, yes. I'm sorry. Please Thank go ahead. Go ahead. Check science. Help me. Trichotoplax. Yeah, you have the floor. Yeah. Okay. In in many vampire stories, the vampires do not have a reflection in the mirror. This is generally not explained beyond simply being a supernatural phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Is there is there any plausible 
way for something to be visible directly, but invisible with the mirror. Oh, is this George Lucas? <laughs> no, it's, it's, I've spent 20 it's, years on this shit. It's the other guy from Mythbusters. <laughs> uh, is there any way that we can make a, a mirror that you can't be reflected in, Adam? I don't know, man. <laughs> I think we should give it a shot. Um, <laughs> even with magic as the explanation, there still seems to be opportunities, and I'm doing Jamie, <laughs> for inconsistencies. <laughs> Or at least odd consequences. Imagine someone crouching to drink from a pool and a vampire leaning over them. Will there be a shadow cast into the water? Or will this person just see a shadow on the bank that abruptly stops at the water's edge? Not only do you not have reflection, you just don't. Okay, you so what's just the like... difference between a shadow and a reflection? <laughs> how 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 can I design the rules so that they are in keeping with the familiar vampire mythology and still self consistent when exploring consequences? Oh, self consistent. <laughs> yeah, I want to make mythological beings, but without the like mysticism of it. That's stupid. I don't want to yeah, make shit up. This is Henry Taylor again. Uh, oh, mirrors Henry. reflect the visible light, which is bounced off of the objects in front of it. You know, perhaps a vampire absorbs all visible light that hits it, but emits a currently unknown form of energy, which excites a human optic nerve, much like visible light does, but is absorbed and not reflected by silver. If all of this were true, modern mirrors and standing water might show a vampire's reflection, while an old-fashioned silver-backed mirror and maybe a video camera wouldn't. Oh. Putting a poetic spin on the light-absorbing properties of a vampiric corpse, you might say that the hungry spirit which animates the flesh eats the light in the same way it drinks human blood. Yeah, that's so much <laughs> more interesting because than damned vampire, by God. Yeah, you're right. Vampire bodies love light. <laughs> just can't. Just, I just feel just compelled to answer questions. Just, just eat it up, yeah. Um, uh, Philip with uh, two Ps. Uh, nutshell, if you'll take that one, please. In a high-tech world, mirrors could be obsolete and replaced with smart 3D screens, which show a reflection of the environment. When such a screen displays a human, it identifies the person and projects some information about them around the reflection in the form of floating text panels. Charlie Brooker, you've done it again! <laughs> Due to a quirk in the biometric recognition system, it doesn't recognize human vampires as humans, so they might show in the mirror screen, but the lack of information panels around them gives them away. The inability of vampires to trigger biometric sensors could also be used to transfer other common vampire weaknesses into a futuristic scenario, like being unable to enter a building unless being invited. Doors just won't open for them, so they always need to follow other people. The inability to cross running water. All bridges over rivers are biometric checkpoints, so vampires cannot pass them without being identified. Being unable to enter churches. When entering a church, the biometric system recognizes you and automatically takes a small tithe from your bank account. Voluntary donations just no longer cover the running cost of churches. Vampires don't register, so they are denied entrance. Holy water, replace with medical nanite solution. I want to turn these fuckers loose on the episode of The Simpsons where Bart sells his soul. You know, I, I always wondered what Dilbert would be like if it was about vampires. <laughs> and now I know. Now you know. And, uh, Boots, you're up next, and you are the MVP of this thread. Uh, 
Sorry, where are we? Uh, you're at <laughs> user 100487. Oh, yeah. Um, I am user 100487. Mm-hmm. The world is actually a simulation, like the Matrix. In this scenario, a vampire would be a specific kind of program construct within the simulation. Yay! Mm. Yay! Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean... You can't argue with that. No, no. <laughs> I don't get, not get it. This yeah. fucking world building forum should get like automatic upvotes for just going like, it's probably like the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as I mentioned, uh, document uh, Zeka and Smogfucker69 uh, started out with normal stupid, then we moved on to stupid stupid, now we're into stupid 2.0. Oh, nice. <laughs> Stew.0. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so Jimmy Franks, you're haunted by something, is that right? It's true, it's true. What's, what's haunted by um, the minutes drag? Yeah, this is, uh, yeah. <clears throat> Thanks, thank you, Lemon. Uh, thank you for, <sighs> for giving me this forum and this, uh, safe place where I can talk about you this. You know, no, uh, thank, thank you for sharing, yeah. thank you for sharing, it's very yeah, brave I'm known, uh, I'm known on, uh, on the Stack Exchange's, uh, user 6760. Oh, yeah, we know, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, I've always been curious... I've always been curious, whenever I heard the mother were-rabbit sings a popular folk song to the young, there's a particular line in the lyric that seems to puzzle me. Right? It goes like this. Up, up, and away. I had a chance to talk to one of their elder regarding the origin of the song while well, my space shuttle docks at the lunar station for refueling. Oh. However, I can't speak were-rabbit. <laughs> Hence, I got irritated and throw a volley of punches at the folk. In the end, my trip was cut short, and I'm now studying the song behind bars. So how can a were-rabbit jumps high enough to escape the moon's gravity and then perform a re-entry into Earth's atmosphere unaided and probably unscathed? <laughs> These were-rabbits are known to possess incredible healing factor and can regenerate any form of laceration to the muscle tissues in mere seconds. However, most of them are dim-witted. Are you LARPing as your own fucking <laughs> character right now? <laughs> Comment below should there are doubts not pertaining to why they are called Were-Rabbit and how they do their business. Passing motion in microgravity. I would appreciate the answer to elaborate on the art or <clears throat> science behind the leap of faith. I'm a great fan of numbers and equations. <laughs> Please indulge me. <laughs> that paragraph started with... Comment below should there are doubts not <laughs> pertaining to why they are called were-rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> My name is Obi 2.0. There are two possible solutions for your question. Magic. Magic can generally explain everything. <laughs> <laughs> this should be no matter what the question is asked in this in this goddamn forum. Uh, magic. This should just be at a bot that replies magic. Your were rabbit is actually a spaceship. Seriously, <laughs> if the were rabbit gets jumping energy, seriously, he says. <laughs> And is covered in a layer of metal to resist frictional heating and as a skeletal structure made of some kind of metal and a parachute, it might survive that journey. However, by this point, 
is more spaceship than rabbit. <laughs> he's more spaceship Again, he's, than rabbit. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> no, no. Uh, well, uh, yeah. So, uh, so uh, great question. Great answer. Terrific. User sixty-seven sixty. Uh, I hope you found your piece. Um, and uh, and then you can come right back around onto uh, worldbuilding.stackexchange.com with another question. What's your next question? <laughs> mm. Can I turn cloud into house? What kind of cloud is suitable for carrying people and what 21st century technology can enable people to reside on the cloud? Oh, so I, see, I thought, mm. I thought you were suggesting that the hero of Final Fantasy VII become a doctor. Mm-hmm. As long as our weight is supported only by the cloud itself, anything goes! <laughs> Clouded house. <laughs> and, uh... uh... Boots, what's what's your response? Uh, I'm ox in a box. <laughs> uh, no sort of cloud is suitable for carrying people <laughs> or houses. Yay! <laughs> Fuck. Not even a cumulus. <laughs> Fuck. How about a nimbus? <laughs> what's the difference, Boots? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Accumulonimbus. Uh, my name is user five four three four six seven eight. Mm-hmm. Did you get, get lost? <laughs> <laughs> Being the warden of the correctional prison planet called Slurth. <laughs> what? Nothing. What is there? Something funny about my? No, no. I, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. User five four three four six seven eight. Please continue. You better watch it, Jimmy Franks. He'll send you to Slurth. It's no, short. No. It's short for Slutty Earth. <laughs> <laughs> what types of rules would you regulate? What rules would you enforce to have total control of Slurth inmates? What's <laughs> the dumbest name? In in force, I n in force. It's a slippery, slippery earth. What <laughs> privileges would you give the inmates of Slurth to keep them at ease? Would you enforce medication to all Slurth inmates to keep them calm? What procedures would you take if a group of inmates tried to escape Slurth? Download a Slurth now for Steam. <laughs> <laughs> Now available in the Humble Bundle, would you allow the inmates to educate themselves, or would that make Slurth twice as dangerous and stressful to maintain? Would you allow them to have access to current events of the outside and universe while doing time at Slurth? (laughs) What other rules would you enforce being the warden of the SCPP? Yeah, you you assholes mean. aren't answering my question. I got another one. New <laughs> global system to lower the murder rate on Earth. <laughs> you didn't give us a chance to think. Yeah. Okay. Like, my name once Planet again is, is prison. What is the prison? <laughs> I have a new system. Okay? Okay. okay. So I've thought of a new system to lower okay, okay. the murder rate of Earth. <laughs> Different oh. place. On Earth? Yeah, this is Earth. This is Earth. It's lowercase Earth in this case. 
This new law is enforced and authorized for every human who is 25 years age that is found guilty by trial for the murder or attempted murder of a of a human or murder by abortion oh. of the attempted abortion or the Boy. attempted abortion of a human. What? Attempted abortion of human. What? <laughs> I need to pass my genes on to user 5434679. <laughs> the sentence would be immediate abandonment to absolisier. Abolisier. 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 The square structure of 33,000 acres. <laughs> At that point, how does it, what? It's not a square. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Uh, anchors loosely afloat, constructed to never be at ease, but in a sinking cycle with an area flooded slightly what? underwater 25% of the time, just what? to rise and sink the next corner every hour so a settlement for permanent housing is never possible. Oh, so it's just like a big tilting like thing that just floods in a it's, corner. It's just a square version of Key West. <laughs> <laughs> the surface area is completely flat and of steel. Every acre has twenty-two gravestones of iron for shade, with the words "Unity" imprinted on bold. That is important for some reason. That's the engine. Each build abolisher. This is issued a white t-shirt and a white pair of pants made of wool. The abolished have to drink and eat of the ocean. Oh. So they so they die. So they're all dead. Is this Is this Lord of the Flies now? If Lord of the Flies was a giant dunk tank. It kind of sounds like one of the circles of hell. <laughs> Uh, one of the squares of hell nutshell <laughs> oh man uh, oh I'm still going why yeah. uh, by the age of 25 because you're, you're lowering the murder rate <laughs> oh sure yeah. people are always threatening me by the age of 25 a human will have viewed documented footage that is all capitalized or have Heard, as in animal herd, terrible stories of how murderers felt the pain and agony with fear on their wrong fair face being murdered, or how the structure gives no mercy by giving a constant environment of obscurity and unrest. Most will die of unrest, starvation, or dehydration. <sighs> the only See, way of living if again found on out land that going to prison was a bad thing, they wouldn't commit crimes. In my fiction, I made a prison that's bad and people don't like it. Yeah, it mm. teaches everybody a lesson on the outside. Oh, fuck me. Question, are my <laughs> rules fair? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all. <laughs> all right. That's all. Um Neat. uh okay, uh oh god, damn it. Okay, this next thread title is absolutely fucking magnificent. Um uh once again, uh started out with uh, uh normal stupid 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 2.0 and now we're in stupid 2.1. Yeah. Adam, what's your question? <laughs> I'm Hamarm. Um, I'm arm. I'm arm. Him arm. What? What's the extent of Frylock's powers? 
I rem- I remember him having capital laser eyes on uh, maybe some form of telepathic powers, but what's the full range of his powers? Oh, that is definitely... Oh, by the way, we are uh, now in sci-fi.stackexchange.com. Mm, right, okay. So that's, a, yeah. that's a great question to ask, and I'm glad that uh, Nutshell's got an answer for you. Okay, okay, so I'm Scuba, and Frylock is shown to have the following powers. I related... Laser vision, as most commonly shown and seen in the opening credits. Fire suppression, shown in the episode Dusty Gonzagas. Fire vision, shown in the episode Hansel the Hamburger. And ice vision, shown in the episode The Clowning. How are fire vision and laser vision different? <laughs> they just are. Ice vision. Okay. I- we should point out that Frylock is a character from a cartoon called uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, God. I just assumed that that was something that everybody knew, but you're well, right. It's, it's it's a little aged now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As uh, we get older. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Okay. Okay. So he's got other powers, too. He's got flying. He's always shown to be hovering as well. No, um, he's shown to be doing something else. Oh, sorry. How Hovering. Hovering. Hovering as well. He's got super intelligence, and he's got Frydar, TM. This is Fry that bends out at a 90-degree angle. So cool. Cool. So, again, I mean, if you're not familiar, Frylock is a uh, a sentient, um, large McDonald's french fry. <laughs> and this dude watched that and went... Now, what's the implicit logic? I know that he lives next to a unemployed man, and then Glenn Danzig moves in. <laughs> but what is the implicit logic of the story? <sighs> uh, yeah, so uh, still on uh, sci-fi.stackexchange, and uh, now we got some Harry Potter. Yes, hello. Yeah. Hi, and uh, Boots, what do you got there? Oh, yes, yes. Hi, 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 yes. What evidence supports the idea that Voldemort or others could use magic to develop witches slash wizards with genetically engineered slash enhanced abilities? Uh, Like magic, just like magic. I'm. (laughs) I want evidence. What? It's magic. You? Why evidence? Magic. No, we need we need proof. And my name is Bricks. I am seeking additional supporting canon evidence for the idea that within the Potterverse, it would be potentially possible to use magic to genetically engineer slash enhance witches slash wizards to have superior magical ability. Related to that question slash idea, what same evidence might support the idea that muggles could eventually learn to use genetic engineering to introduce magic genes into the (laughs) muggle gene pool, thus making magic accessible to the general population? If members prefer, I can break this into two separate stack questions. No. Oh, yay. Could you please? (laughs) Nobody asked for that. Well, fuck it. (laughs) I'm breaking it into four. (laughs) Evidence, I believe, which already support either slash both of these scenarios include magical abilities appear to be genetically inherited. See, we see numerous references to families in which magic appears pretty much to appear from in every generation. The term pure blood is used to denote where such abilities are almost guaranteed. 
Within wizarding families, only rare recessives, a.k.a. squibs, is that a... Okay, whatever. Appear to not inherit such abilities. Like a squib, isn't that the, the, like a blood packet they use? Yeah, it's, it the, it's, the, okay. it's the thing that yeah. they got shot with in The Godfather, squibs. Yeah. And magic. <laughs> uh, is, should I, is there anything interesting here that I'm skipping forward to? <laughs> I don't know. Fucking, uh, what have we seen? Have we seen, have we seen anything? We have seen the ability for cross-species type transformation. Uh, such as the use of polyjuice potion with a cat hair made Hermione a mix of feline and human. Uh, Transfiguration is commonplace. And it is possible that even just temporarily, these types of efforts extend down the genetic level in some way beyond just the surface appearance. If so, this would make such activities similar to muggle experiments and genetic splicing using cross-species genes. Two... Is a weird way to start a sentence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two, comma, that if there is a temporary genetic component, it would possibly be made more permanent and or even inheritable. And what's the very last sentence in your post? Um, wait, hold on, I want to, I wanted to say dedicated practitioners willing to commit the, the use of their own children. Draco's father was proud to raise his son to become a death eater. Mm-hmm. It is certainly in the realm of possibility that such parents would consent to efforts to genetically enhance their child's magical ability for a cause. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, I welcome counter arguments slash evidence why it would not be possible to do this. Good. And you want to keep an open mind. <laughs> The thing is about this It's four stuff, o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That's what it is. It doesn't feel like fun to me, this sort of stuff. It always feels so angsty. It's like, I gotta figure it out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, okay, I know it's magic, but, uh, it's, I mean, why would that happen? Like, magic? That's bullshit. But, like, are they gonna start genetically engineering witches and it's just like what what who cares <laughs> you need well, to talk to somebody <laughs> yeah i know jk rowling change. i need to talk to jk rowling <laughs> <laughs> you're right all right uh there is a long post uh called non-binary computing the way forward uh which we're just gonna skip over because it's uh, it's pretty wonky but it's also fucking insane but the wonk kind of uh, overshadows the insane. Um, Jimmy Franks. Yeah. We're moving into section stupid 3.0. Oh, hang on. Let me put on my VR headset and, and Nintendo power gloves then. Yeah. This is where the brain explodes. Yeah. <laughs> Do those work together? Yeah. Oh, oh great. Uh, yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm running a time- game shark. So. It's, it's time for us to enter the math world zones. <laughs> Oh, good. We're back. We're back Ooh. in world building. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've missed world you. World building. Dot com. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Oh boy. Whew. Uh, you want me to do the whole thing? Yeah. All right. Strap yourselves in. Okay. Math world zones. This is Caters, and uh, one of the th- one of the stories I'm working on is Math World. This is, in fact, a galaxy with Pass. several different. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, Sorry. wait! I'm sure if he explains it, you'll just, be interested. Now, now, just hear me out, okay? <laughs> I think I well, think you're going to be pleasantly math surprised. <laughs> I want to play Math I World. Think... There's no Mario, but there's Math World. 
Now, this is, in fact, a galaxy with several different solar systems. Arithmetic, the one I'm working on right now, is planets from planet base 2, closest to the star, planet base 62. You know, base 2, base 3, base 4, 5, 6, base 7 are all in the hot zone. Oh, so it, oh of course. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, when a number becomes pregnant in the hot zone, <laughs> Wait. right? You follow, you're follow. you on the same yeah, page, right? You that's follow where me so that far? number becomes pregnant. Yeah, all right. Well, anyway, when a number becomes pregnant in a hot zone, a heat shield is formed around the developing number. Now, this super elastic heat shield stays with the baby. Uh, from pregnancy to uh, one year, the number is Whoa. in the heat shield full time. But other numbers can reach into the heat shield to feed the growing number, play, and several other things. Yeah. Now, from we, one year to 26 years, end of college, <laughs> you know, you got to uh, get them out of the house, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you uh, get them out of your basement. Uh, on base two and 13 years, seventh grade on base seven, the heat shield is on part-time to acclimate the number to the heat. Uh, part-time increases every year until finally the number is acclimated to the heat and doesn't need it. You know what I'm saying, brother? Of course. I know. I've always known what you're saying yeah well the same thing happens in the cold zone from base 13 to base 62 only with cold shields instead the same number of years as boundaries but there are many more planets in the cold zone they have their own year and day but that's beside the point <laughs> uh, goldilocks zone is from base 8 to base 12 numbers don't need a temperature shield for this zone <laughs> all right so this is, this is this is something when they're when they were a kid they were watching sesame street and they saw and they saw johnny cash saying don't don't take your ones to town <laughs> and then, and then, never stop thinking about that for the next thirty years. <laughs> and did, and did his mom dose him? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Look, look, fellas, I'm, 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 we're, we're getting, we're getting a little in the weeds here. Okay, let's get back to the rules. Okay. You know, a number born in the Arctic or Antarctic will have more brown fat, you know, the warming up kind of fat, than white fat, which is energy reserves in case there isn't enough glucose. And this does mean. Oh, was it? Was that? Yeah, yeah. Numbers don't work out. <laughs> Yeah, just just for the sake of <laughs> argument, okay. This does mean, however, that the number needs a high amount of glucose. Now, there's two things I'm wondering, okay. and why they both relate to these different bases. Now, one, given the year <laughs> boundaries for the shields and the fact that uh, for the other planets in a hot zone and cold zone, it's proportional. Now, how can I calculate how many years the number will have the shield on part time, and thus how many years will it have the shield on from birth? And and number two, and you know, if you uh, want to go to back of the envelope, grab a, a pen and paper, or whatever, that'd be great. Uh, the, the economics mm-hmm. here, it's complex here. For a given type of currency, why. or in other words, dollars, pesos, etc., the exchange rate is one to one, even if it isn't nearly that in real life. You know, each planet has a different currency, so you, two planets can have dollars, right? But the the, right. the dollars might be completely different. Let me give you an example. Use base ten and base two. Example. Oh, base ten. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. Okay, great. You, right. you missed great. my turn. Okay. My my turn. Uh, a <laughs> couple of stops back, and uh, I'll call a different lift if you need me to. <laughs> well, look, I'm almost done here. Let me just let me just we'll get to the good part. Example. Okay. Base ten is running well until almost everybody gets infected with a virus. It's a virus. Now, money production stops. In this case, it's a third Zimbabwe dollar. Yeah, and a family that hasn't been infected by the virus finds out that two two is pregnant with twins. I use Roman numerals that there's the same number again. So because there are two twos, I have a two and two I's, you know. Anyway, there's trillions of dollars in reserves. They want to use as little as possible. They want to use as little as possible of the reserves. Basically,
basically only for pay and city maintenance. Anyway, the family's desperate need of money because uh, the pregnant number's sick with Sarah. You remember the pregnant number? You remember? Yeah, yes, from back yeah, yeah. I remember right, that. The I remember pregnant, pregnant number from the is yep. sick with severe viral pneumonia, <laughs> which is caused by different virus and outbreaks. See, it's all coming, coming together. Now, Base uh, 2, on the other hand, is running nicely, producing a surplus of money. 20 calls, Planet Base 2, and, and, and asking for a billion dollars. Now, Base 2 transports the one billion dollars. There's still whoa. Base 2 dollars, but they need to be converted to Base 10 dollars. Now, 20 puts it through the base converter. It gets converted into base $10, right? Uh, they put a mask on the pregnant number's face and take her to the doctor as fast as possible to limit virus exposure both to the family members and the viral outbreak surrounding them. And the doctor leaves the pregnant number in the hospital for the rest of her pregnancy to prevent other numbers from getting the virus she And the has. doctor says 789. <laughs> you know, uh, you're skipping ahead there, brother. All right. So, now, so they, so they, put, they put the pregnant number in the hospital to prevent the other numbers from getting the viruses she has, and so that the uh, doctor knows that the virus is completely gone before she gives birth. Uh, currently, the interplanetary money transport is like this. Excellent. Okay, cool. Jimmy Frakes, um, our time is up for today, but if you'd like to make <laughs> another appointment with the uh, lady at the desk, we can yeah, see yeah, you okay. in a week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can, I, can you sign this for my court uh, so the court knows that I came in for my, my meeting? <laughs> I just got three more, and then I'm off probation. I want to know. I want to know how the interplanetary money transport is like. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, okay. Well, uh, 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 production to teleportation, which <laughs> relies partly on electricity, uh, to conversion <laughs> through base converter after it lands on the planet that needs money. Yeah. Uh, finally, we get to the get to my question. Oh. Now okay. I want. <laughs> But I want the conversion step to essentially be lost. So how can I make it automatically convert from one base to another while it is being sent? Uh, I think, I think, I think I know your problem. I think I know your problem. Yeah. Yeah, Well, I'm all ears. Yeah. So you know how you've been microdosing for the last Mm. two years? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Usually when people microdose, they don't just take acid the whole time. You're not supposed to microdosing. Wait, you mean mean I've been doing it wrong? I'm not supposed to do the whole bottle? Eyeballing it is not a valid form of microdosing. I thought it was one. I thought it was a bottle a day. (laughs) That's what the bottles keep telling him. Hey, guys, what do you think Cater's house smells like? (laughs) <laughs> I actually think it mostly smells like Windex. I think he's doing so much cleaning. <laughs> yeah, Windex and Sharpies. Nice. Every every wall is painted with like a with chalkboard paint, and he's just oh yeah, absolutely. He's just written just like just integers on everything. <laughs> um, uh, there's a couple uh, threads at the end, uh, not worth reading. Uh, being uh, from world building, uh, would it be possible for a population of snakes to survive by eating nothing but fruit? <laughs> um, one from uh, the Sci-Fi Stack Exchange called "How Does Religion Work in Zootopia?" <laughs> um, uh, Philosophy Stack Exchange uh, asks uh, eye bank donations. I looked into that one, and it is involuntary eye bank donations. Oh, uh, and I think I wish I wish this one wasn't a four hundred four because I love this question, which is is from Law Stack Exchange, and it's how can someone force me to follow a human rights act? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's against my human rights. <laughs> 
Um, but uh, F plus, what do you think we learned from any of this? Yeah, the, the, the material we have in here is is is, is really neat because it's people um, like sort of really focusing on uh, the least important details of world building if they want to create a fictional setting. It's like, well, I need mm-hmm. to, God, I need to be able to explain this shit. Yeah, to me, it's like. Very. It's like if you were going to build a house and somebody is like posting like, hey, guys, I can't figure out how to paint these door hinges. I want to paint them this uh, tra- this purple, uh, transparent purple color, and it's just not working. Uh, so what's the idea for my house? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, and, and the sort of uh, the sort of fun thing about just stack exchange just in general is that like, I mean, this this harkens back to uh other episodes that we've touched on, like TV tropes, for example, um, where it's a lot of uh, people just getting like really um, super excited about just like like television writing tropes, except for like these people take this thing very seriously. Like, and 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 every one of these responses, like everyone is so excited to whip out a calculator and just be like, "Oh, this premise is not worth exploring. Let us explore it at length." Uh, at one point, there was a there was a point uh, where I was watching um, I was watching an, an episode of uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation, and um, Data like just uh, dis- like like said how many bytes of memory he had in his brain, and and when he said that thing, I was like, oh, I'm going to look at that up on Stack Exchange because I bet there's a fight. <laughs> I found a 45 page fight about them talking about the capacity of his brain and what that would mean for the Star Trek universe. Well, yeah, that um, was uh, I think it was Johnny Mnemonic where uh, one of, like one of the things that Keanu Reeves says, like he sacrificed his his long term memory because because I have 40 gigabytes in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> It was not a good exchange. <laughs> and and of course, like, that shit matters, because, like, if he would have said, I have 40 terabytes in my brain, that would have been a not stupid line. Because mm-hmm. uh, brains look... <laughs> brains work like computers. Uh, yeah, the website is always thefpl.us. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the 24 terrible hours because we, at this moment, have yet to go through it. <laughs> <laughs> so we are optimistic and yeah, so, we don't so think if, anything will go wrong. If you're listening to this episode, great. we survived. <laughs> so, uh, this episode, we might have, we might have died and somebody edited this postmortem. Uh, ball pit. Bye. Ball pit, bye. Bye, ball pit. Great sex dot tips. <laughs> Great sex dot tips. A young bird named Birdie Big had learned to count to one. He said it's time to leave the nest and go and have some fun. So he gathered all the number ones that he could find around. His good friend cried as he walked out Don't take your ones to town, son Leave your ones at home, bird Don't take your ones to town (laughs) The Centaur. Let's get real, shall we? (laughs) Didn't you tweet about that earlier, Adam? 
Oh, well, yeah, I wrote a joke about that. Yeah. I said, like, I said, actually, a centaur is half man, three quarters horse, but continue. <laughs> <laughs>